recording. Okay, then we can edit this however we want. But all right, what's up, uh, guys? This is our. <laughs> this is how I felt whenever I did my whenever I did Dead Nova Star. Whenever oh, yeah. anybody else was in the video, this is how I felt the exact same way. I think there isn't there a video where like you you started off, and Eric starts laughing like as soon as you started. It was probably like the fifty subscriber special where we were doing the jelly bean yeah, stuff. Probably, perhaps we should introduce ourselves before okay. we start talking about Eric and your, and yeah, your yeah. YouTube. Yeah, of course, of course. Sorry, my my fault. I got to. No, yeah, it's fine. Um, my name. That introduction was just very funny. Yeah, I I kind of suck at them, but um. My name's Tyler. Uh, you can say your name. I'm not gonna steal that from you. <laughs> Thank you for your permission. Yeah. Uh, my name is Christian. Yeah. And this is our uh, yeah. our podcast. Uh, please don't cancel us, because we are two straight white men that don't want to be canceled. So, um, this is our first episode. Uh, we don't really know what we're doing at all. I have some experience in the past, but. This is this is kind of new to me. Uh, this is this, I, what were you saying? I think uh, I'm just gonna tell it how it is. Mm. Um, we have no direction we want to take with this. It's really well, like we just have talks a lot where we just talk about random things, and so we figured you know we might as well just make a podcast out of it. Why not? Documentaries. So. I, I think most of this is, is really just going to be us having, which I think most podcasts are kind of the same exact thing, but us just kind of having random conversations on whatever topics arise. And then, and I mean, we find them interesting, so maybe you'll find them interesting too. Who knows? It's true. And uh, we don't, we have no idea. We don't think that this will become a big thing at all. I mean, if it does, and that's yeah, cool. Yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty but, sick. But as far as we know, I mean, maybe we'll get like a few people to, to listen to it or watch it. But I think really this is for us. more for us. Yeah. yeah. Just documenting the college life, I guess, by uh, by conversating about random topics. Uh, by the way, I, uh, I do sound like shit because I've been having a sore throat for the past few days. But... It's it's recovering a little bit. It would kind of sucked if we did this a couple of days ago, but I'm glad we didn't. It'd be funny if um, we started this, like, or er, this episode got really big, mm-hmm. and everyone and you didn't say what you just said, so everyone thought that your voice was in fact that deep. Oh yeah. And you didn't want to like ruin everyone's impression, so you just like kept trying to make your voice deep for like the rest of the episode. Yeah, it just sound like corpse. God. What I'd give to sound like corpse. You don't... <laughs> I would not sound like corpse. <laughs> Sounding like corpse would be nice in certain situations, right? Like, uh, for example, if we were to do D&D sessions, right, and you need to play a certain character, it'd be very ominous. And uh, it works for him. Because he's, like, a YouTube, you know, creator. But in general, like, going to a job interview and you sound like that? No. 
no thanks yeah i think like it's it's kind of annoying for me because we we play dungeons and dragons a lot um and i'm usually um i don't want to say dungeon master because technically the new term is game master that's what they're called now it used to be referred to as dungeon master um but but i think that term kind of evolved because it has a very negative connotation um but yeah i'm usually the game master for for all the games we play and so if you don't know what that means um you're gonna be lost (laughs) but but pretty pretty much it means that i have to play a wide variety of characters and i have to play like these characters that are relevant to the plot to help the players progress the story and it's like medieval fantasy so there's like you know demons dragons elves orcs all this type of stuff and i can never do a good demon voice because i just have a really high-pitched voice and doing doing a a demon like a very guttural very I feel like I can do a pretty decent amount of voices. Like I feel like I have an a, enough an array enough of an array and an, enough of an ability to do weird accents that I can get by. Yeah. But demons and stuff I can never get right because it just kills my throat whenever I try to speak that deep. Yeah, your impressions are whenever very airy, but control. yeah, I can see that. That's hard. The best I can do, yeah. the best I can do personally, is just a, a bad Australian accent and maybe a country accent, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know if I'd call it an Australian accent. I, I'd call it. It's literally, it's like every other word is is like kind of Australian. It, I emphasize certain words, and the rest is just normal American accent. That's true. I can't, I can't really do a good Australian accent. Really? I can do. I think I can do a few different accents. I think I can do Russian. I mean, here's the thing though, like I'm just an, I'm just American, so. When I say I can do a good whatever accent, it's terrible compared to the people that actually speak those languages. But compared to other Americans trying to do the accent, oh yeah, it's pretty good. I think I can do French pretty well, Russian, maybe German. Yeah, and you're uh, you're learning French, so it'd probably be good to. I'm, ba- I'm barely learning French. I do like a Duolingo lesson like twice a week. Yeah. That's one of the, I always give up on those. French, the French accent is hard. I'm not going to lie. I can do a very stereotypical French accent, like Little Mermaid, sweet, or not Swedish Chef, that's the Muppets, um, but like the French Chef from Chef Louis yeah. from Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very stereotypical. Yeah, I can't do anything. So I, I think it's quite, I think it's quite odd that I could do like country and Australian kind of kind of when the easy uh, apparently I mean I think this is the easiest accent a British accent I can't I'm not even close I can't even do that at all yeah I think British so for me I just I just do British accents as offensive and as stereotypical as possible like yeah it's just the American way yeah yeah, I think that's the American way to just shit on British people oh as much my as possible. God. So, um, so it's very it's it's very easy for me to say that I have a good British accent. 
Um, when in reality, I just just say whatever the fuck I want about British people. <laughs> this, this is the this is like starting to become. We're 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 not even like ten minutes in, and we're already gonna get canceled for this. But I I just want to point out, like, do you think that all British people have fucked up teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I think the clear answer to that is no. However, it's so funny to say <laughs> yes. So, so, I mean, the stereotype is pretty hilarious in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that, I think, you know, all stereotypes... Nah, well, I shouldn't say this. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. There are some stereotypes. Hmm. Cancel culture. <laughs> Just wait yeah, to push the button. Yeah. There are some... Obviously, some stereotypes are just horrendous. Completely offensive. Should not be there. However, there are also some stereotypes that have been formed by a trend or by a pattern so i don't know let's say the stereotype that american people are obese that is a stereotype because america has a large a much larger percentage of obese people than many other countries whether that's a good stereotype or not it is a stereotype that is formed from a trend. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> Perhaps there are a large percent of British people that have really messed up teeth. And that's what gives leeway to that story. I've never been to Great Britain. I don't know when I will ever. But I don't know. Like, honestly, there's so many British people that just have fucked up teeth. The ones that I've seen, at least. So, who knows? Maybe one day I'll go to London, and I'll just, like, be able to tell one by one, oh, you, like, oh my god. But, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is, like, the, maybe it is, like, obese people. You know, like, you come here, and you see a few, see quite a few of obese people, you know, a lot of chunky people in America. And then, you know, you see the occasional, like, maybe, like, 40% of the time you see a, a slim person or an athletic person. Maybe it's the same thing in Britain. You go there and you see normal, you know, normal looking people. And then you have people with like, you know, like buck teeth, you know, or like <laughs> teeth missing. <laughs> I don't know buck teeth means that you have fucked up teeth. Well, yeah, that's fair. I, I, I guess I mean like stereotypical buck teeth, like for, uh, like the hillbilly kid from Timmy Turner or Timmy Turner, you know, yeah, like, like that. Yeah. But who knows? I'm not Brit. Like, uh. Yeah, I mean... Like, KSI is the, perfect the, fine teeth. The extent of... What, what's the word here? My, my extent of knowledge when it comes to British culture is... Um, Doctor Who, Kingsman... What's another really famous British say British setting? Uh, oh, what was that we watched the other day? Gentleman? Oh, uh, yeah, like a gentleman, yeah. Um, pretty good one. 
What's some other British stuff? I feel like I've watched way more British stuff than that. The dry-ass fucking cookies that they eat. What are they called? Biscuits? Biscuits. They just call cookies yeah. biscuits, yeah. Yeah. They call trolley... God, what are, what are the words like, they use? Trolleys are trucks. <laughs> Actually, I, I think that may be Australian. I don't know if that's that that's Maybe, British. Yeah. I, but I want to... There's some... Well, I don't want to say European-based, although Australians do come from Europe. But um, there is one of those. Yeah, like that calls trucks trolleys. I feel like I'm allowed to say this because I feel like a lot of British people call me stupid for you know saying I don't know saying something that isn't what they call it. So I think it's fine if I say that it's stupid that they say it like that, but it's stupid. Like, biscuit? There's biscuits and there's cookies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, what do you call what do you call biscuits then? Do you not have biscuits in in London or wherever, wherever you live? I biscuits may not have been a thing by the time that they had named cookies biscuits, but at the same time, I mean, biscuits like. Are biscuits a relatively new thing? I feel like biscuits have been around. I think it's. I don't know enough about biscuits to say, but maybe it's like. I think it's different in America because we have just such a variety of stuff. Like we have everything here, but like mm-hmm. biscuits were definitely an American thing, American Southern thing for the longest time. Yeah, it's definitely like Southern culture. Cooking. So maybe yeah. it didn't reach other cultures until like way later. You know. Because mm-hmm. cookies are everywhere. There's different types of cookies, but biscuits—that's strictly American, I think. Right. Pretty sure. There's probably some variations, but its origins. Yeah, biscuits. Are... I'd assume that biscuits started out strictly American. Yeah, southern. Stereotypical. Because they definitely seem like just a very, a thing that's like very imbued in Southern culture. Oh yeah. Southern cooking culture, at least. Yeah. Um. But that doesn't excuse. Um, them for calling trucks trolleys. <laughs> Dude, they're trucks. But here, I'll look up some of the some of the differences in words, and we can go through them. Okay, that. sounds good. Sounds good. Um, how should I look this up? Uh, British slang um, terms for objects. Yeah, I was, I'm gonna try British equivalents mm-hmm. of American words. Here we go. God, I hate rich people. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, okay, so... <laughs> so, the first one we have is... You, we call them apartments, mm. right? They call them flats. <laughs> Why? It's no. the opposite of flat, dude. <laughs> okay. Um, call... Oh, well, this one. this one's weird. It says American Americans say starter and they say appetizer, but we say appetizer. Yeah, they say appetizer too. So, okay. Yeah. Um, same. we say bangs, and by bangs, I'd assume that they yeah. mean hair, the hairstyle. And they say fringe. Yo. Um, we say barrette, and they say hair slide. There's a lot of these, by the way. So fair warning. Yeah. Uh, we say broil, they say grill, which what? doesn't sound right because those are yeah. two different cooking methods. 
here. I'm pretty sure those are two different things. And then we say broiler and they say grill. But at this, uh, that one seems wrong. We say candy, they say sweets. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Sure. That's yeah. Fair. We say cell phone, they say mobile phone. Oh, cool. Yeah. We say chips, they say oh, crisps. Oh my god, dude. So stupid. No, 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 no. I'm thinking yeah, of fries and they call it chips. They're not chips. Yeah. Yeah, they call fries <laughs> chips, chips as well. And then, Shut yeah. up. Oh, we say we say shoots and ladders. They say snakes and ladders. Sure. Um, we say closet. They say wardrobe. Wardrobe kind of sounds cooler. I'm not gonna lie. I agree. Wardrobe. Okay, you guys can yeah. take the cake on that one. We sound stupid when we say closet. Yeah, we say cookie or cracker, to which they say biscuit. God, so stupid, dude. Why would you call it? Why don't you call a cracker? We a need biscuit? to interview a British person one day. Just like, just tell him off. Like, what the fuck is wrong? With I can get my. I have a, a younger cousin. Oh yeah. I have two younger cousins. Isn't your uncle who were born and raised? So, <clears throat> so my uncle was born and raised in Florida, right? Yeah. Um, and when he was, uh, I believe when he was going for a master's degree, um. He got a, what's the word? Um, oh my gosh. He got this like research opportunity at a really prestigious school in England. Uh, what's the name of the school? Can't remember. I think it was Manchester. Um, really prestigious school in England. And he decided he wanted to take it. At the time, he he was either engaged or married to my aunt um and she decided to pack up her things and move with him uh so they moved to england he got his master's degree and a really and this really good research opportunity and they've just stayed in england ever since um and so they had kids there and uh they're um they're both i think i believe they're both teenagers now oh, wow. um but He's uh they they've just lived there their entire life. So they my uncle and my aunt have an American accent because they're born and raised in Florida. Um, but their children are full blown British accents. That's so tough. I feel yeah, bad it's for tough. them, bro. What's so funny is that my dad has a pet peeve about <laughs> British accents. He does I think I've told you this one time. My dad has like this really big pet peeve about British accents, because um, he finds them very annoying to listen uh, to. Naturally. And so, like, they they don't come over very. I mean, it's it's probably once every few years that they'll come and see us. Mm. Um, <laughs> they're just running around screaming <laughs> British. It's, it's so. Funny. Like, Uncle, do you have uh, any crisps? <laughs> 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 There was one time, uh, he, I don't want to say their names or anything because I feel like that's weird. Um, yeah. But um, my younger cousin, he's a, a boy. He was very young when this happened. He was probably like four or five. Mm. Um, he got a penny. He ate a penny. He decided to eat a penny. Okay. Um, and he got it. It was like kind of like stuck in his throat. 
and he wasn't choking or anything, but it was kind of like stuck in his throat. And no one had like seen him do this. And so he runs into the kitchen where like the entire family is. He's like, Oi, I got money in me throat. They're <laughs> <laughs> all just like, What the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, Money in me throat. I got money in me throat. Yeah. And this was so deep. It was so funny. <laughs> <That's> so... <laughs> he's literally four years old just running around That's talking so like funny. that. British people. Oh British people. That's so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you want to hear a really annoying yeah. one? We say cotton candy. You want to hear what these people say? <laughs> cotton floss. <laughs> what, what the fuck, dude? Yo. <laughs> oh, you don't. You call it cotton candy instead of candy <laughs> floss. Candy <laughs> Oh my god, why? Why? We say counterclockwise, they say anti-clockwise. <laughs> we say crib, they say cot. We say diaper, they say nappy. <laughs> Wait, can you change it to nappy? Please, get oh nappy. my god, that's so funny. Oh, English people suck. <laughs> They're terrible. We say drugstore, they say chemist. Yeah. We say eggplant, they say aubergine or aubergine. What the fuck, dude? We say, here, let me try to find a good one. We say elevator, you know, because it yeah, elevates. They say lift. Oh, I've heard that. Okay, that's fair. That, lifts that's you not up. too bad. Yeah, okay. Um, garbage can, dustbin. <laughs> Dustbin isn't dustbin what you use for like sweeping? I, That's like why you put I it into think. the thing. You don't put dust in the fucking trash can. It's they trash. Say, they say petrol. They say petrol instead of gas or gasoline. I, I mean, sure, whatever. That's not one of the worst ones. That's so weird though. We say hood. They say bonnet. Yo, yo, what you doing in my bonnet, bro? <laughs> What's funny is that this. <laughs> well, it's funny because they say the hood. And then in parentheses of a car. So when they so when they say bonnet, I think I think yeah. of like immediately think of like Swedish kind of like white bonnet so and ties. <laughs> they mean the hood of a car. <laughs> Dude. Okay, a I just wanna I just wanna point out real quick that we don't actually hate British people, but goddamn what do you guys say is stupid though. <laughs> oh my god. It's I'm sure if we were if we were British, yeah, yeah, yeah. like born and raised British we would say the exact same thing and criticize Americans for saying yeah, this. It's your parents' fault. But at the same time, I'm just so glad to be an American. <laughs> I, just, I would hate to be oh born and raised. God, in God what, how terrible. What's that? America is degradating and becoming just pure chaos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at least we don't say crisp, bro. Yeah. At least for Alfred. At least we don't say... At least we say drier instead of oh um. T t at least we say, at least we say pants instead of trousers. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? That's so old fashioned, dude. At least we say pacifier instead of dummy. <laughs> what? Wait, these are okay. We call private schools what they call public schools. <laughs> Isn't that like the whole difference? And then they call public schools state schools. Uh, what? 
How does that make sense? What the fuck, dude? British people, you guys are some weird shit, bro. What? We say tic-tac-toe. They say knots and crosses. Knots <laughs> and crosses. What? Oh my what? god. We we have washcloth and they say flannel. <laughs> hey, this yo. Like, yeah, wait, hold flannel. up, hold up, hold up. This is this is a flannel. This is a flannel. You use this to wash the dishes. Oh my god. British people, bro. Do we gotta come back there and teach you another you lesson? Oh, it's dumb shit, bro. <laughs> I swear. That's rough. Hey, man. We say trunk of a car, yeah. and they say boot. Oh, here's a good one. We say turn signal. They say indicator. Okay, that's fair. Actually, that kind of sounds cooler. Sounds your indicator. It sounds like it sounds too formal. We're just being a turn signal. That's fair. I think I think it sounds cool, but I mean, there's probably some like English stuff that we say that like sounds stupid as fuck here, and like like we say, <laughs> like uh, this isn't really that big of a deal, but like sealing, it's already sealed. You know, like it's it's just weird stuff. Like strawberry, it's not a berry. Well, I guess they say that too. Do they say strawberry? I assume so. Strawberry? It's just. It's just a yeah, I'm pretty sure they say strawberry. Yeah, well, I guess you got. They say strawberry. Strawberry. <laughs> Red triangular fruit. <laughs> Oh my god, I sound like shit. Oh, you got one of the queen's bosoms there, don't you? <laughs> you got mommy's titties. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's plump season. It's plump this season, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, instead of instead of uh, like, feet like Fuji apples, they say, oh, you, you got <laughs> grandma's ass cheeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like any country, because you know how British, like there used to be like the British Empire, they used to r control like almost half the world. Oh yeah, and like with their territories and stuff, they're like so petty over the fact that they don't own those territories anymore. That any country they just refer to, as like, I don't know, like, because they used to they used to own Rwanda, right? Uh. I know they used to own parts of South Africa. I think they used to own Rwanda. But, I don't know. Just, like, random parts of South Africa, they won't call the country by their name. Yeah. They're just like, oh, oh you're going to the Pride of 1863. That's kind of funny. I don't know, something yeah. like that. <laughs> they don't do that, obviously, but that'd be funny. Yeah. America does the same. True. True. Yeah, we're taking a... You guys going to Hawaii? No, we're taking a... Vacay down to a... Sugar plantation number <laughs> yeah. 436. Yeah. America does dumb shit, too. I just don't know what it is, because I'm so used to it. 
you know. I think every country has their fair share of dumb shit. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean. Like, Australia? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who would ever want to live there, dude? <laughs> so, so true. So, so deadly, bro. So true. I actually applaud people who live longer than three years old in Australia. Because how do you not get bitten by, like, a black widow in your house? Like, uh, <laughs> how do you, how do you live? You, you go to the beach, you put your shoes on, on like, the sand... And just random spiders or scorpions will just crawl on your shoe, like. Yeah, there's a there's funnel spiders who or they have like a more sophisticated name, but pretty much they spin funnel webs in very, in very like small cone shaped areas, and so shoes, like there are cases of like people in Australia and people in other tropical areas too, leaving their shoes just like on the beach, and spiders will get into them. Because it's, like, the perfect funnel-type area. And spin, like, these really intricate webs. And then when the person puts the foot back in their shoe, well, they can get bit. And mm. they are extremely poisonous. Yeah. Or at least that's what I saw in Animal Kingdom, like, five years ago. Yeah, that's that's why I applaud them. Like, that's crazy. I, I'd be scared. Yeah, I could, I could never... I, I could never live in Australia. I'm not that much of a thrill-seeker. Yeah, like, hey, but, man, if you live in Australia, it also just, you're crazy with it. It also just seems like a not very inhabitable place. Like, from all the things I've seen in Australia, it seems very, like, very underdeveloped, very, like, blazing hot all year round. Yeah. Not very human human society friendly, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I can definitely see that. It's definitely resistant to human civilization but sheesh I don't know maybe that's why everybody was fighting over America because everywhere, everywhere else geologically isn't just not as good I think I think like the maybe not the Middle East maybe it is the Middle East uh, like the Middle East for a long time was considered like the perfect like the Fertile Crescent in mm, that area yeah. literally was considered like the perfect geographical area to kind of form yeah i guess so it's a kind of like to build to build a, a society and i think a lot of places in asia are the same way like really good for agriculture really good for um building uh building like a really large society south the southeast of america i'd say is really good for that too north is like North the North North America is pretty good, um, or North United Northeast United States, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But the agriculture is usually a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah. It's more like sustenance agriculture. I'm not big on uh, geology and locations. Geography. Geology. Well. <laughs> I think geology is the study of rocks. Yeah, geography. It's. You can already tell, just from the fact that I said geology instead of fucking geography. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, I took, I took AP Human Geography, oh, yeah. my freshman oh, man. year. Yeah, you're just a. What can I say? You're basically the messiah. It's fucking crazy. No, that's a, not heresy. Is that heresy? I don't know. Whatever the sin is for pretending to be God. Oh no, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know anything about geography. Like, I don't know. I know where the United States is. I know. I know where the continents. <laughs> I know where the continents are. I, I know. Okay, I'm. I'm not giving myself enough credit. I know where basic stuff is, but like, like countries in Africa, certain parts of like Europe. I'm like, uh, I don't know where they are, honestly. I used to know them. Um, my freshman year, when I had AP Human, we we had a test, and it was. 20 questions and pretty much the entire test was she pulled out this map of the world with the borders for countries but there were no no names on any of the countries and she would just point and we had to write down the name of the country and it was 20 questions to 20 countries and I got I was so angry I got a 95% on it I got 19 out of the 20 questions right. And I got all of them. In my opinion, I got all of them right. She pointed at Pampa New Guinea. I put New Guinea. And she put it incorrect because I didn't put Pampa New Guinea. Dude. I was so I mad. I don't know what that is, dude. Well, okay. Pampa New Guinea is... I know um, what New Guinea is, but... It's an island. It's like an island country. It's very underdeveloped. Oh, that's like the where they rumor that guinea pigs came from, but I'm pretty sure guinea pigs were actually like, pretty sure guinea pigs actually come from like South America. Basically everything I know about geography, yeah, comes from uh, uh, what's that one game? Um, Plague Inc. <laughs> I know where a lot of my countries are because of that. That's a, that's a good way to learn it though. I think. Like I know we're New Zealand. Is it? You... I think. No, I don't. I think it's like right next to Australia. Isn't New Zealand? Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't New Zealand right on right in Australia? Yeah, it's like, it's on like the, right, the bottom right, top left, no. bottom right. Yeah, I think so. No, probably, you're probably I right. Know. I don't know. Where, like that's the thing is that because like in Plague Inc. with all those African countries and like kind of very middle of the world, they're so like tiny. So I never like clicked on them, and they were easily spreadable with like the. Whatever I had, so I was focused on the bigger portions. Like I know where Madagascar is, because that was just like that. No, the disease would never go there, so I would keep clicking on it. So I know exactly where it is. <clears throat> when I played Plague Inc., I I only used one strategy every single time, and that was I wouldn't upgrade. The only thing I would upgrade was transmission. Oh, I wouldn't upgrade any. Um, anything that would make the disease worse, I would only upgrade to transmission until pretty much everyone had it. Yeah, right? that's what I'd do. Because they would never make any attempt to stop it because there were no symptoms. Yeah. So no one would ever realize that they were sick because there were no symptoms. So it would be, it would actually spread a lot faster than you think um, because you're putting everything in transmission. Uh, but pretty much it would, but you did have to wait a while. Yeah, you did. Once it spread everywhere, you'd have so many points from it just spreading everywhere that you just put it all into you just put it all into like the effects tree and you wipe out everyone instantly. Yeah. You literally get to like like brain function it like a cease of brain functioning 
from all the points you got from it spreading, yeah. and you just, like, Total kill organ failure. Just kick them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't play that game anymore. I think I got to, like, Parasite. It's been years. Yeah. Got to, got yeah. Parasite, that was it. It just got hard. I was like, I don't really care. But now, now we play Rocket League. <laughs> what a degrade. What a, uh, what an absolute. It, it wouldn't be a degrade if it wasn't, if we were good at it. That's fair. I feel like, I think I can honestly say I'm better at the game than I was a few months ago. Am I good at it? I think I'm we're average. average. We're average. I think it's fair to we're say I'm average. Players, you know, we're a- we're average. Yeah. We're... I think I'm I think I'm decent for the amount of hours I I have in the game. Yeah. Because I don't have like ludicrous amount of time in it. Yeah, I, like I think I'm a plat two player, and it's just I just can't dribble. I just suck at dribbling. Yeah. It's so tough. I don't know. So be. Yeah, I don't play. I definitely don't like practice the game that much, but it's not really a priority for. I just play whenever we play. Yeah, yeah, same. Like us and Eric. I think I played a couple of days ago. I played a few solo games, and I and I lo- like I was I won like twice, and then I lost, and I just instantly got off the game. I was I was pissed. <laughs> the game pisses me off way too much. Yeah, there's a few games where like. If I just play it I, and I lose, I'll just get really mad. I just get, like, mad for no reason. That's how games are, though. Not all of them, but some of them. Yeah, one day I'll just, like... Just like every other big game that I play, I'm just going to play it for, like, so, like a lot, and then I'll just crash, and I don't want to play it anymore. That's how it'd be. Yeah, there's not, there's not very many good games right now. That's, like, kind of the thing. Yeah. I don't know. It, like, some... Okay. Some games, I don't want to play anymore because I'm sick of them. Like Overwatch, I play that game to death. And um, and then there's some games that are too late to get into, and I, I just suck at it too much. Like uh, like League and Siege, I I suck too much at those. I'm I'm pretty sure I, I I was copper at one point in Siege. I suck at Siege, and with League I I'm not even try with League. And but then. There's some games that are just not interesting, in my opinion. I just, like, I don't get, I don't care. Yeah, I think it's just been a long time since there's been, like, just a really good new multiplayer game. Yeah. That, like, you can just consistently play. Yeah, I think the... Like... What are you saying? Like, I think, I think Rocket League is, is good, Rocket League's been out for, you know, a long time, and it just doesn't really scale well. Yeah. I think it's just it's just been a, a long time since I could say that there's just a a good multiplayer game that has really come yeah. out for us. Yeah, the closest thing for us has really been Rocket League and maybe Valorant, because we played Valorant pretty recently. Yeah, we played Valorant a little bit. Um, I think you guys played it a lot more than I did, but... Yeah, we played for like two months, and then we stopped. Supposedly Overwatch 2 is coming out, and I've heard a lot of good things about that. Oh, man, I don't but know. Something about it seems... It like seems... 
We'll see. I hope they do a good job with it. I hope so too. I just I just can't help but think that it's gonna be like very similar to the original game, and I just won't want to play it. Yeah, they're they're doing a lot of um a lot of story, like a lot of um solo missions or or sorry co op missions. Oh. Supposedly there's like a hundred co op missions. Ooh. Okay. Um. And they're adding a bunch of they're adding a bunch of stuff. We'll see how it goes. Pretty much everyone's everyone's big concern is that they want a new game. They don't want they don't want Overwatch One DLC. Yeah, they don't want it revamped. They want something new. Right. And some of the big things that they talked about with it is um, pretty much the biggest problems in Overwatch right now is that you have this super long queue to play because no one wants to play healer, no one wants to play tank because DPS is just the most fun yeah. one. And so, they, but you have to have two supports, two tanks, two DPS to play a game. But no one wants to play that because they just want to play DPS because DPS is fun. So their queues so everyone's queues end up being like just super long to play a game and it most of the time ends up with one side just kind of shit stomping the other side so um they said that in the next game tanks are going to be less tanky and more damage focused and healers are going to be less healy and more damage focused as well they're pretty much making everything more DPS focused. So so they're more enjoyable to play and you'll have let and you'll have slower queues. Interesting. I wonder how that pulls so, pull that off. <laughs> also, they're doing skill trees. Um I don't know if it applies to multiplayer, but for the co-op missions they do skill trees where you can like rank up certain characters and change all of their abilities and stuff yeah and like unlock new abilities and stuff so yeah that sounds pretty cool honestly yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see how it is i hope it's good because i wouldn't mind getting back into overwatch but yeah it's just rough that cyberpunk was just such a flop yeah, and even if Cyberpunk Cyberpunk wasn't a flop, it's still not multiplayer. Yeah. And I'm not saying it should be multiplayer. I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's just been so long since we've had a great multiplayer game. Yeah. I think Destiny was one of, like, the greats. Um, Destiny 2 has been alright. But... Well, if you're talking about Destiny 1, that was a while ago, too, so... Yeah, Destiny 1 was right? 20, 2013, I think. Yeah, something like that. And then, um, yeah, like, like most of the games... Oh, 2014, you're right. Like, most of the games that we have that are super popular are, were, like, what, like, 2016 and back, probably? You know, like, that's, that's a while ago now for games. Mm-hmm. Like what? What? Yeah, I mean, Ro even Rocket League came out. I think Rocket League came out in 2016. Oh, 2015. Yeah, 2015, I think. 
Yeah, like it was. Just, it's just. It's just now gotten more popular because people are, you know, uh, getting it for free. So like. Yeah. Uh, and TikTok has also like boosted it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. I mean, I got it. I think I got it because I bought it, but you got it for free. I got it for free. Yeah. Even I mean, I'll give credit to Fortnite because Fortnite, in retrospect, was a a great multiplayer game, and I think it was definitely like a trendsetter for, um, for what's the word. For battle royales, yeah, um, there was stuff before. So I'll, I'll get, yeah, I think that I think that was definitely the first like mass pleasing one. I think before that there was like H one Z one or whatever that game was. Yeah. Was PUBG before Fortnite? Yeah, I, I remember playing it before I played Fortnite. Maybe it wasn't before PUBG, or maybe it was before PUBG. But I didn't play Fortnite until after PUBG. And I never played H1Z1, so. I don't know. It's just we're we're past we're past an era. We need we need a we need a new resurgence of games. Cause I'm kinda sick yeah. of the old ones. Yeah. I don't know. There's definitely not a lot of good games a a lot of good multiplayer games anymore. It's yeah. Kind of sad. Yeah. But, um, I think it's a, a good time to talk about, uh, this, the movie we just watched, uh, Chef. That was, I honestly thought that was pretty good. Yeah, we just watched, um, we just watched Chef on Netflix with John Favreau. Yeah. Uh, that movie has to be older. It's, uh, 2014. 2014 yeah oh wow that's not as old as i thought it would be it seemed like all it seemed almost like it was uh because robert Downey jr looked very young in that he movie he really yeah. did so i kind of i kind of figured it was like closer to when iron man released no yeah it was uh 2014. Um, oh wow yeah it was really good though um kind of a nice feel-good inspirational movie yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's definitely it's not like I wouldn't say it's like an Oscar winner or anything. Yeah, yeah. But it's definitely a feel good. It was a it was a breath of fresh air in my opinion. I liked the uh I I liked the entire atmosphere. The movie in the second half, I think creates like a, just a really good atmosphere of like this kind of um, Latin cultured um, what's the word it's kind of like Latin cultured like good time yeah. feeling I think they carry it very well through like the food that they produce and just like the movie and all the different places they go to and stuff the first half was the first half was really good too but it kind of got weird with like the whole social media thing. I don't know, like, some parts of it just kind of seemed like, uh, just kind of seemed weird to me. I kind of liked it. Like, it didn't really fit. I think the, yeah. I think I really liked the plot in general. I think the, the plot was, again, a breath of fresh air. Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't, you don't really see a lot of, like, cooking or chef 
movies, and it was it was really nice to see a solid like all around performance from the cast in a plot that I thought was really captivating. I do love how well they do food in the yeah. movie. I think all the cooking scenes and all the scenes of them eating are done really well to showcase like how great the food is and how like and how passionate the cooking is on the side of the chefs. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was really good. If you ever, it's not Grand Budapest Hotel. It's um, oh my gosh, that's gonna drive me crazy. Um, one second, while I try to look up the movie. Yeah, like, I think, I don't know. Like, it made me want to cook food at home. <laughs> yeah. Um, the If you've ever seen The 100-Foot Journey, oh, no. um, it's pretty much, I believe it takes place in France. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But um, it's pretty much about this Indian chef and his family, a very young man, um, and they live in France, and they're their restaurant that this Indian family runs is neighbored with um, like this French restaurant and it's very like prestigious, very uptight establishment with a very like renowned female chef. And um, it's pretty much about this Indian, this young Indian chef working in his family's restaurant, right? I think it's right across the street. Um, trying to get in with the French chef and they do cooking in that movie so beautifully as well that's a great movie if you've never no, seen it but um, sounds good though. it's also that's also like a very feel-good inspirational movie but it's same thing they do cooking very like exquisitely in the movie yeah yeah, I th- yeah, I just thought that like Chef, like you said, is not really an Oscar winner or anything. But I thought it was just a nice watch because I've been watching a lot of movies in a row yeah. recently, and it was just nice to see a lot of difference in a in a piece of film. Yeah, I honestly I like movies like that more than I like because Oscar movies can definitely get like very dramatic and very maybe maybe artsy is the wrong word. But I think artsy is actually a good word. They can get kind of overbearing, kind of dramatic, kind of artsy. Gotta interpret a lot. And, you know... Gotta interpret a lot. Stuff like that. Yeah, with some of them. And... But, like, it's kind of just a lot to watch. Yeah. A lot of the time. Where with Chef, it's a very compelling story and very compelling characters without it being, like this very groundbreaking movie or anything yeah it's it's very simple and it's a very it's a very simple plot very simple characters very simple concept but it's just done very well so well it it helped you the whole time i thought all the performances were fantastic apparently scarlett johansson is just in every movie ever because i didn't even know she was anything outside of the mcu We've watched a lot of Scarlett Johansson movies. And we didn't I feel even like realize recently. it. We never know that she's in it. Yeah, she just, like, we'll just watch a movie and she's You're just right. in it. She, she was in stuff before um, Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. And course. before the MCU. 
But let me, uh, let me um, just take a peek see real quick because I, I have a list of movies. But I think the MCU definitely kind of like skyrocketed her career, and now she's she's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she really has been in a lot of stuff, and like I just never realized it. Like she was in Chef, she was in Jojo Rabbit. You know, like I didn't even know she was in Jojo Rabbit. I think you knew, but I didn't know. I did, yeah. I, I knew she was in Jojo Rabbit. She, I, cause I had, I had been like keeping up with the trailers for that movie. Yeah. And you know, you see her in the trailers. Yeah. Um, but either way, I think like I didn't know Dustin Hoffman was in the movie, and he did, he did pretty good too. Um, and I've only ever really seen him in Rain Man. I haven't seen a lot of his movies, so he did really good. Um, but it was just yeah, he was. Yeah, it was just really well paced, you know, uh, very solid movie. Honestly. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely um I don't know, those are the types of movies I like more. Like th- those are the types of movies I really like. It's not it's just very simple, very feel good movies. It's like um Oh my gosh, how did I forget the name of that movie? Um I'm thinking about Time Time is in the title. Not as time goes by. Um, oh, about time. About time. Yeah. Thank you. Just like about time, it's a very like a very simple <sighs> a concept, movie. but it's just it's just a story, you know, about a person going through life, oh, and so it's just beautifully executed. And there's there's something to take out. One of my it, favorite you know? movies. And it's not like this super culturally sensitive. This it's not like this crazy statement. It's that's very profound. Yeah. It's just simple. I think usually those types of movies are like like my favorite movies are usually like those deep, like uh, intricate, com- complex movies that you see. But these movies are really nice to see in general. You know, yeah. Like every once in that's a while, fair. it's a nice. Like I said, breath of fresh air, and then I, I usually go back to more intricate stuff. Yeah, and that's not to say that intricate stuff is bad. I, like, I enjoy intricate stuff a lot too. Um, but I think I definitely have a preference towards more simple stuff. But at the same time, like, intricate stuff um, can be really good, dependent well. on how, on how it's done. Yeah, like, and you know me, I don't really like artsy yeah. stuff. I like artsy stuff to an extent, but I feel the same way. if I have to like if I have to watch the ending four times over to try to understand what the meaning is, that's just too much for me. I I think that you're just like doing too much as a director. But I feel you know. similar. Yeah, it's like it's like under the skin. Not a big fan. Yeah, under the skin was too artsy for me. Which Scarlett Johansson was yeah. also in. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, but. Like, when I think of super, like, complex, intricate intricate stuff, I immediately went to, like, Inception. And I love that movie. And, yeah, but, like, The Prestige, too. Like, I love those movies so yeah. much. I think the difference, though, is that that's not, that's not intricate message-wise. That's just intricate plot-wise. Oh. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Like uh, so, you, so you genuinely mean like artsy films then, like just yeah, I guess okay. so. Or just um, like 
movies that have like this very broad profound message yeah and it's kind of like all devoted to yeah 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 i guess you know, artsy movies yeah i guess it's i guess it's a better way to say it kind of yeah i think uh yeah i could, I could definitely see what you mean I don't know. Yeah, I just I've seen a lot of movies recently, and I, like it, it, like it's been kind of like weighing down in my head because of the, you know, it's kind of feel it feels like a repeat over and over again. But that was nice to watch. Yeah, but I will say, she, what? she is in so many movies that <laughs> I forgot about because she's in she's in Lucy. Yeah. Right, she is Lucy. Ghost in the Shell, which I never watched, but I heard was pretty oh, decent. Yeah, okay, I know that one. Um, Lost in Translation, Marriage Story. Uh, we already talked about Jojo Rabbit. I don't know what Don John is, but that looks kind of good. She was in Sing, I guess. What? Wow. I think she played. I think she played she's in. Uh, she's in her. Yeah, she was in her, which that was a great movie. Yeah, her. Um, I don't know what Match Point is, but she was in Match Point. She was also in Humble on Three, I guess. God, dude. Wait, is the island? She makes bank, dude. Holy. Oh, I've heard about the island. It's Ellen McGregor and Scarlett Johansson, but I've never watched it. Um. We bought a zoo, which I've never seen. Mm. I'm kind of going through like the big ones. Yeah. Dang. Uh, the other Bowling girl. This has Scarlett Johansson. It also looks like it has, um, Natalie Portman. Sheesh. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, she was in the Prestige, also. Wait, was she? Oh my God, she was. Yes, she was in oh the Prestige. God, dude. She played the, uh, she played the mistress. Oh God. Feels like what we're talking about. She was in Chef. I forgot that she was in Chef. Yeah, yeah, she's in Chef. We just yeah. watched it. Yeah, she did that like, too. What? Oh my God. So um, crazy. She was in the Jungle Book. Forgot about that. Oh yeah. She plays the snake, I believe. I'm trying to look at these, see which ones. She was in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. <laughs> I think she plays. I think she plays the mermaid. Dude, oh, no way! Yeah. I think she Wait, does. Wait, you're talking dude. about the one from 2002, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way she's not. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Wow. She has to be. Um, That's crazy. View fifteen more. Wow, did not know that. Scarlett Johansson, Mindy. Yeah, she plays the That's mermaid. That's fucking crazy. That's cool. I didn't know that. Holy. Um, a good woman sounds really familiar. I don't know it. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know she was in so many damn movies. And she's in a, a bunch of other ones too, but um. I don't really know them, so I'm kind of skipping them. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Just sometimes you just don't know what people are in. Yeah. I guess she doesn't really like. She's not picky, maybe. Because some actors are really picky. Yeah, I think um, I think she's kind of in a, a 
a cool spot where you know she has done a lot of movies that aren't serious but people recognize that she's she's a fin- a phenomenal actress oh, in my yeah, opinion of course and people have like taken notice of how good of an actress she is and give her serious roles yeah definitely i think i think it's cool that like she's gotten to a point in like the last decade where she's gotten much more serious roles and much more prominent roles yeah scarlett johansson just fucking goes crazy dude she's so good such a good actress she is a fantastic i'm always hyped to see her in a movie always yeah like i don't know man like like I didn't like I've only really seen her in MCU for like the longest time and then I started to slowly gain more you know of attraction on her own career as an actress and it's kind of impressive yeah what would you say is her her best movie wow that's that's difficult honestly I think I'd say I think I'd say Marriage Story. Oh man, she did. She went crazy in Marriage Story. I think that's also fair to say that that's Adam Driver's best movie. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I think, and Adam Driver again. He's he's really good too. Yeah, he was really good in uh, Black Klansman. <laughs> yeah, so many memes around that dude. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to get you know he was very we're steering we're steering a little bit too close to the sun we'll, we'll, we'll go back to Scarlett Johansson I think oh man it's so hard it really is so hard I, I'd probably say marriage story honestly but a very big notable honestly would be like her I think she did phenomenal oh, true her was really good too, yeah. especially because it's all voice acting. Yeah, and she like I could tell and all of the emotions that she was portraying just from her voice. You like when I was watching that movie, I could just imagine Scarlett Johansson there yeah, saying those exactly. words. Exactly, and I think a lot of that is a part of like just me knowing Scarlett Johansson as an actress before watching that movie. But at the same time, it's truly impressive to get across. Because there is, that is a complex character. Yeah. That Scarlett Johansson's playing. She's playing in a, like a learning AI that's like discovering love and like all these really crazy, like all knowing, but at the same time learning, very personal, but at the same time abstract. That's a very complex character. Yeah. yeah and to play that, not to play that only through voice, not having facial expressions, not having movement, and to still perfectly portray those very complex emotions is impressive. That's incredibly impressive as an actress. I may I may change my mind and say that that, that may be her, it, like one of her most impressive. You know, like, it, like the only difference to me is that with Marriage Story, it felt much more significant and prominent with her in it. With her, right. voice acting is superb and it's really impressive, but I mainly focused on Joaquin Phoenix in that role or in that movie. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. So, um, that's what makes the difference. And it's, it's also hard for me too. I couldn't watch all of Marriage Story. I got halfway through it and I, I made myself stop watching it because 
it just re- it reminded me too much of my parents divorce so and i know like a lot of the the best acting is in the last half yeah definitely so i definitely i don't think i can i can say which one is better unless i were to go back and and watch them both but um just from just from the first half that i watched it was incredible yeah they were both really good yeah and like like i'm not really big like i don't know a lot about a lot of actresses but there are there are a few that i i know and i i can recognize and they're, they're phenomenal you know like uh like margot robbie she she's really good yeah i feel like she hasn't had I mean, I, I haven't really seen as many films with her as I've seen with Scarlett Johansson, but from what I have seen, she she's fantastic. You know, like... Yeah. What? I honestly haven't seen that many Margot Robbie things. I think I've seen... I mean, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw Suicide Squad. Um, yeah. I've never seen... Um, oh, my God. Martin Scorsese, Scorsese film with Leonardo oh, DiCaprio. Never seen Wolf of Wall Street. Wait, you have um, No, Man, that's like my favorite movie. I know. I I always hear of how fantastic a movie it is, and for some reason, I've just never watched it. Um, yeah, I don't want to overhype it for you, but it's she does a phenomenal job in that movie. Yeah, I've I've seen like clips here and there. I think I saw like a clip on TikTok TikTok of her like leaving and Leonardo DiCaprio is like. Oh, why are you even here? Yeah. I had my kid with you. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, and that seemed like a really good scene. Yeah, it's just like that—that's um, my extent with her career too. I haven't seen much from her, but I mean, I should. Uh, to be fair, I—I I don't think she's been in like an extensive amount of films. I don't think it's been as much as uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, not even close. As far as I know. Yeah. Who knows? Honestly. Um. Like, do you recognize anything else that she's in? Oh, she was in I, Tonya. Oh, my I God. Tonya. Yeah, she did. Oh, my God. Yeah. I completely I just saw that, that like a month ago, too. She was, she did, that, that's honestly her best role, in my opinion. That is her best role. Yeah, I never, I never saw it, but it looked really good. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot she was in Legend of Tarzan. Uh, um, I saw that movie. It, it was pretty good. Never saw Focus, but Focus is her and Will Smith. Mm. She was in About Time. Oh, yeah, she was. God. Yeah. <laughs> she was in uh, Mary, Queen of Scots, which I heard was really good. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to the big ones that I recognize. Yeah, I think... Peter Rabbit! Oh, God, no. From, from what I've seen... Uh, I Tonya is my favorite performance from her, definitely. Hands I've down. heard I Tonya is really good. Hands down, um, it's on Hulu. Oh yeah. really? Goodbye, Christopher Robin, which looked really good. I haven't seen it though. I haven't seen either. She's in Lego Movie Two. Sheesh! Oh my god. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. What? Who's she in that? Oh, Guardians. Of- Wait a second. I thought it said Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It actually said Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Oh, interesting. Hey, let's go. Australian Psycho. Wow, okay. 
6.6 out of 10. And me and, like, you and I can go on and on about Marvel actors for days. Oh, yeah, dude. Chris Evans, uh, in my opinion, does not... Well, maybe he does get enough recognition because a lot of people really love him, but there's a few Chris Evans movies that are just so good that people don't even... People don't really know about. Yeah, I don't know a lot about Chris uh, Evans' uh, career. Dude, he has... um. Gifted is is probably my favorite is probably my favorite movie he's been really? in. Um really good, yeah. Uh It's a, it's another it's another one of those just like feel good inspirational movies. Um but at the same time it gets pretty dark. It's it's pretty much about um It's it's pretty much about him kind of like What's like the best way to explain it? Okay. He is kind of like this struggling guy, struggling like middle class guy. And his, I believe his sister commits suicide. Um, and he has a niece. His niece is this brilliant young girl, like elementary school young brilliant young woman who is incredibly talented at math and mental math like matilda if you yeah. ever saw matilda mm-hmm. like you could say like what 7334 times 42767 yeah mm-hmm. and within seconds she could get it out um and she's very advanced in math is pretty much what i'm trying to say so it's pretty much him like having to take care of his niece while like struggling to keep himself together and uh it's kind of like them growing together while there's also like his his mother her grandmother who's like trying to get legal jurisdiction over her and like trying to become her legal guardian it's it's a really good story yeah yeah i haven't heard a lot of of his movies, but I, I need to yeah. watch more before I can really judge him as an actor. He, he was in another movie, I think like one of his most famous movies besides anything Marvel um, was Snowpiercer. Wait, he's um, Snowpiercer? He's the main character of Snowpiercer. Oh, I, I haven't seen it. I just like heard a lot about it. Yeah, um, yeah, he's the main character of Snowpiercer. Uh, and that movie was super Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, not super it's like it's like a cult classic i guess huh where it's really popular for people who liked it but it it wasn't they have a show coming out about it so yeah i mean check it out i guess it's that's crazy yeah he's really good in that too but yeah all right um i guess we can wrap it up there for now i think that's good enough for first you know yeah. little test run first episode uh we appreciate anyone who watches this in any future episodes it means a lot for you guys to you know listen to our rants about british people and conversations about modern cinema uh but for now i think we're gonna close it out here uh but again i'm tyler he's christian and uh we'll see you guys in the next episode Thanks for watching.
is 